Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, March the 21st. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 19, verses 24 through 26. Matthew 19, verses 24 through 26. And just the other day, I was uh, speaking to this particular uh, individual, and uh, she was telling me that she had uh, been very, very uh, dedicated this particular Lent uh, to really coming closer to the Lord and for taking an inventory of all of her uh, deficiencies and all of the things that she really wanted to get right with the Lord. And uh, she was indicating to me that she was having a real struggle with this uh, and was really torn between just giving up on it and thinking that, well, this was probably too much. She bit off more than she could spiritually chew. And uh, it was best just to go back and attempt to just kind of live as best she could from day to day. Because what the Lord seemed to be asking her, or what she was asking of the Lord, more like it, was really impossible. And therefore, she was ready to, uh, to give up. And I bring that up because I think that very often we find ourselves in that particular situation. Uh, our reach exceeds our grasp, and our eyes become bigger than our stomachs. And all we get is bloated, uh, indigestion, and we're left, although we're full, with a kind of overstuffed feeling, and we end up uh, in disaster. In the other extreme, you hear people say all the time, I'm going on a starvation diet. Well, in addition to being very bad for your health, it's probably a sure ticket to failure. Uh, it's moderation, not excess. It's true in the spiritual life as well as in the physical life. I'm going to run a marathon. Of course, I haven't run in about 10 or 15 years. Well, you'll be lucky to survive a block, and if you do, you might have a heart attack along the way. This excess of extremes, overdoing something and underdoing something, it's not really the way of good, prudent uh, spiritual development and growth. We have to take uh, a realistic view of what the Lord is asking of us and what we can realistically do ourselves and build from there, work from there. That, that's the beginning foundation. And the reason I bring this up is I hear people over and over again say, I'm having trouble praying, or I'm having trouble uh, with this particular devotion, or this particular prayer, or this particular religious exercise. I guess I have to do more of it. Now think about that for a moment. Uh, the thing I'm having difficulty with, I have to do more of. Well, that's doomed to, very often to failure. What we have to learn to do 
with a great deal of humility along with prudence, is we have to learn to surrender. Yes, surrender. And when you hear the word surrender, we often think, oh goodness, he's asking us to uh, give up. Not at all. Not at all. There's two kinds of surrender. There's a surrender which is a giving up. It's a despair, a despondency. You say, well, I just can't do it. What the heck? I'm moving on. I'm not going to fool with it anymore. That is, that's a despair. And that is never, never a good thing in life and certainly in our spiritual life. We don't give up immediately. We don't surrender to it. We try to take a strategic retreat and evaluate what's been going on. And there is another kind of surrender. It's a kind of humble acknowledgement of our limitations and that by ourselves, we can't achieve. We can't achieve our goals. We are in need of others. And ultimately, we are in need of God. It's very true in the spiritual life. And in our reading, uh, Jesus tells the disciples that it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. And when the disciples hear this, they're greatly astonished. And they said, well, who then can be saved? That's true. If the rich can't be saved, who can be saved? My goodness. Operating on the idea that the rich are good, virtuous, and wonderful, and God has blessed them. So if they can't be saved, what happens to the rest of us who are not rich? Jesus looked at them and said, for human beings, this is impossible. But for God, all things are possible. Now, just think about that for a moment. For human beings, it is impossible to save ourselves. And that's true. That is so true and is something that should never be forgotten. We cannot save ourselves no more than a person who's drowning in a pool can pull themselves out by their hair. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't care if you have the hair, the size, uh, or, or, or the, uh, the flock of uh, Tarzan. You can't pull yourself out by your own hair. You need something outside to either come save you to extend you something so that you can be lifted up out of the pool. We cannot save ourselves. But with God, all things are possible. And that is really at the heart of Lent, isn't it? It is surrendering to the God who saves and not this total, complete trusting in ourselves without the acknowledgement that it is God who lifts us up and raises us. It is God who cleanses us of our guilt, forgives us of our sins, so that we can be lifted up, redeemed and sanctified. It's not a put-down. It's not an invitation to have a poor self-image that we're so worried about today, and all of that sort of stuff, our self-esteem. It's not about that at all. It's about centering 
on God's divine love for us, that God so loved us that he does not leave us drowning. He does not leave us without his love, his mercy, his graces, to lift us up and to raise us. It is his acknowledgement that, Almighty God, by myself I can't do it. By myself I am helpless, but I'm not hopeless. I am not hopeless. I'm not hopeless because you sent your son to lift us up and to raise us. And that, that, that takes a tremendous degree of humility, but it also brings a great deal of peace and also a peace that comes from the awareness that we are not doing this alone. We're not doing this by ourselves. But the very presence of God is within us and around us to lift us up. So despair and despondency and the idea of surrendering as giving up, that's really not on the table. What's on the table is a surrender. Has a Lord I want to be healed. I want to grow closer to you. But on my own, I can't. And the Lord will lift you up. The Lord will raise you and forgive you and cleanse you and bring you into that full relationship with his very person. So who can be saved? For human beings, this is impossible. Jesus Christ had to go to the cross. But for God, all things are possible. It is God who saves, God who loves us, and God who is our merciful Redeemer. So in our trying harder, let us surrender better. Come, Lord Jesus, lift me up. Cleanse me and heal me, that I may be with you today and into all eternity. God bless you.